Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on self, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Welcome back, Activation Nation, to another episode of Belief in Self. I'm Selena Alger, the Vice President of Training and Development here at LifeVantage. I had the opportunity to sit down with Holly Tomet, one of our newest elites, while we were together at convention in Arizona. She shared a lot of experiences of going from skeptical about the product to the business and how she built ultimate belief in both, and along the way, how she developed herself into the leader that she is today. We're excited to hear some of her tips and tricks on how she did this for herself and how she's inspiring her team to do the same. And now we'll jump right in to hear all of this from Holly. Holly, we're so glad that you could join us here for the Activation Nation podcast. We're recording live at Global Convention, so thank you for making time for us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Are you excited to be here back in Phoenix and at convention? Sunshine, man, sunshine. In Michigan right now, the sun is not shining and it's cold, so this is amazing. So that's nice. It's probably a, a nice break from all of the winter. Absolutely. Well, we're excited to talk a little bit about the belief in yourself today. So when you first started your business, did you feel like you absolutely knew you could do this? Or kind of where was your belief at when you were first presented with the opportunity? I was 100% in from the go. That's a total lie. (laughs) (laughs) I was probably one of the hardest recruits ever, in my opinion. And if you ask Stacey King and Deanna Serbenta, two of my really good friends, Deanna's been my best friend since fourth grade. Um, they will tell you that it was a very difficult recruit. I was probably the queen of skepticism and I had every excuse in the world not to even look at the product. Like I, I'm not talking the business even. I was talking about the product. I wouldn't even look at it. Really? I had a million excuses. Why? What made you, you so know? skeptical in the beginning? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I thought I was too busy, first okay. of all, for the business side of it. Product side. Let's start with the product side, actually. The product side. I had it in my head that I was pretty well versed in health. I knew what was going on in the health world. And we had our naturopath and our chiropractor, and we had every supplement they'd ever recommended was in our cupboard and and we work out, we take care of ourselves. I didn't need the product. We were healthy, thank the Lord, we don't have any health issues. And so that was a big one. I don't need one more thing to take. We're already taking so many things. So the product side, I was like, I don't need that thing, whatever that is. I didn't even look at it. And they just stayed with me. It was probably, it was close to two years. Two years yeah. from the first approach to you being yeah. more open to what was going on. And every time they'd come to me, I would have another reason not to look at it. From I don't need the product, to I'm too busy, to it's too expensive. Um, it's network marketing. I was never gonna do network marketing, <laughs> ever. 
Not that's, in a million that's years. That's such a common theme of like, <laughs> I was never, I just already knew I was never going to do that. Already knew. And I'll tell you, and this has changed over, over the years, of course, but we live in the land of Amway. We call, we live in Ada, Michigan. Oh, you really do we live, live in, in Ada. the land. Amway headquarters is maybe four miles from our house. And it's so funny because we've had Fred Graves come to town and Mark Shinsato and Steve Fife's been to Ada for us. And uh, Brandon Cunningham was just there recently. And we drive by the Amway headquarters going to my house and they're just like, whoa, it's huge. Brandon talked about it again just last night about how he had no idea like how big it is. Yeah. But growing up in the land of Amway, as we call it, like you just, for whatever reason, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's a, don't get me wrong. They do great things. They've done great things for our community, um, but it was just never something I was passionate about. And from the time you're 18 years old, people are trying to recruit you into Amway. So that was my my vision network marketing was Amway. And they did a lot of things right, but they've done a lot of things wrong. And I wanted nothing to do with it. I was never gonna do that. Just all those preconceived notions because of like your lived experience. You're like, no, I Absolutely. don't wanna be treated this way. Yep. So yeah. what, what finally made the click where you're like, okay, I'm open I'm open to actually hearing you out this time. Yeah, so a lot of it was being busy. Um, you know, we, I homeschool our kids. We have two kids, 17 and 14. I have a stepdaughter who's 27. But at the time, you know, five years ago or so, we, we had a lot going on. We owned a couple different businesses. Um, so even taking the time to look at the product was, in my mind, it just wasn't feasible. I didn't have to, because I was gonna do a deep dive. I'm gonna look at it. I was going to do a deep dive. And I didn't have time to do that. We were showing horses and busy, busy, busy. Um, so I remember having a conversation with Deanna one day. I was sitting in my driveway. I'll never forget this. Like there's certain parts of my life and its journey that I'll never forget. This was one of them. Was sitting in the driveway. She was telling me again about the products on the phone, having a phone conversation. And <laughs> I kept telling her, I get it. I get it, Dee. I hear you. But I don't. I don't need it. We're healthy. We're doing well. I don't need one more thing to take. And I'll never forget what she said to me. She said, I'm healthy. I don't have a big health story with these products. By then, she'd been on the products probably almost two years. Huh. She said, I'm okay not knowing what I never get. So for her mind, it was just living a healthy lifestyle and doing as much right as she could to, in her mind, hopefully stay as healthy for as long as she could. Yeah. And I was like, I had no argument for that. And I'm like, well, I go do my research. And she's like, yeah, I felt that way too. But you know what? Harvard already did their research. American Heart Association did their research. Washington State did their research. I realized one day, she said, I'm not smarter than any of those places. She goes, so I finally, because she had her own skepticism too. Yeah. So she could relate to mine. But I just took longer than she did. But so when she said that to me that day in our driveway sitting there, I was like, I have no excuse anymore. So, but I will tell you this, full confession, she ordered for me. I didn't even place, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you, even when I became a distributor, that's part of the story too. I never logged into an account. I didn't know how to go to a website. She placed the order for me. She's been my travel agent for years, took my credit card and she literally placed the order and it just came to my door. I complained about it, it was too, exp I had, oh, I was horrible. I was a horrible friend. <laughs> So you were slow to accept and adopt, and then you were high maintenance because you made her order for you. Oh, <laughs> and even after I ordered, like, you know, then next comes the business side of it, right? So when the product came and we we started, my husband, Ben, was on board, and, and he's like, I'll, I'll take the product, you know. 
as good as we felt. Like we also knew we were getting older. And so we're like, oh, we'll, we'll just both. Well, I told her we'd try it. And she goes, you don't try this. You do this for many, many, many months before you ever make up your mind. And I was like, geez, you're like a hard sale. So it's a big commitment from the gate. Big commitment, you know? And so, but we, we started the product and this was in May of 2018. And we just had amazing results. I didn't realize how bad I was feeling until I wasn't feeling bad anymore. I thought I was feeling great. But my 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 health just, I felt so much younger and so much better, had more energy. I was doing things that I hadn't been able to do before. And to me, that was amazing. So here I go telling everybody about it because now I won't shut up about it. Took me forever to look at it. We finally started and we are loving it so much. So we're telling everybody we can think of um, we have a large horse farm in Ada. There's like 60 horses there, a lot of clients and customers. Now I'm telling every parent of my students and everybody I can think of, and I'm sending them all to Deanna. I'm like, you got to get with her. you got to get with her. So you were like a great referral source. I was a great referral source. And she's looking at me going, okay, now that you love the product, why don't you do the business with me? And I was like, mm, that's a hard no. Still skeptical? Oh, no. I, I, we were too busy. Remember? Like, we were too busy. So... This went on for a couple months and finally a, a customer, a friend of mine I'd referred to her became a customer and she benefited so greatly from the products. She's like, I wanna be a distributor. So Deanna in her graciousness said, listen, like she can be part of my team where I can put her like as part of your team. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was like, fine, whatever. And Stacy King came in and helped with this one. It took both of them. And I remember sitting in a parking lot, another parking lot. This is one of my pivotal moments with Life Vantage. And Stacy King's on the phone with me and she's like, okay, so like Deanna says, you're, you're ready, right? I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And she's telling me again, all the benefits. <laughs> and then I'm like, fine, Stace, fine. What do I need to do? And I'm trying to go buy paint. I was outside of a paint store. I just <laughs> wanted to go in and get her paint bought. And Stacy would not, she was not letting me off that phone until I, she, I mean, she was not letting me go. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, fine. Here's my credit card, whatever, sign me up. And so she did. So now I'm a distributor. I have still never been on the website. <laughs> I don't know anything. But on that day, I became a life energy distributor. And that was in probably, I think maybe August of 2018. So a few months after being a customer. So, so your pivotal moments early on happened in parking lots. It parking lots, isn't that that's so funny to me? Those two things that got me first on the product and then in the business both happened in my car on the phone. <laughs> and then, then we were, I guess that started the journey as far as the business goes. That's awesome though, because it shows that, you know, persistence is important. And and to follow yes. up appropriately with people, because obviously yes. they weren't bothering you, they weren't being too pushy. And they also knew that you're probably someone who would do really well at this business. So they probably saw in you who you could become yes. with this business before you saw it in yourself. I'm thankful they saw that because clearly, like you said, I didn't see that at all. And it took a while. I mean, we'll get into that journey here, you know, maybe in a minute, but um, I'm thankful for the way they pursued me. They were never annoying. They did it with love. They did it with kindness, but, and I know they didn't stop their business, you know, reach out to other people. They didn't solely yeah. depend on just me, but they never, quit answering my questions when I had them, my hard questions. And I appreciate that so much because if they had walked away, I wouldn't be sitting here as a pro seven at this event four years later. I know. So, and congratulations. That's such a you. huge accomplishment. It's 
very exciting. It's incredible. Very exciting. Yes. Let's talk about your path there. I mean, I imagine that as someone who was like a little hesitant to start the business and, you know, maybe a little unsure of if this was going to be worth your time and taking away from your other business ventures. What did that look like in the beginning of, of just really trying to figure out, am I going to dive in or am I just going to kind of let this sit there? Yeah, that's a that's a really good part of my story. I think that I hope I hope can encourage other people. Um, so what I say, some around August, I think I actually became a distributor. Um, I would share with people. It honestly felt a little bit weird now because now I was getting compensated to share, and that felt weird because one of my other objections was I'm not a salesperson. Yeah, I don't want to do sales. And here I was now, I was being compensated. And I told Deanna that, and she's like, you'll get over it. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess but I'll I get mean, over it. But I mean, that's a really big hurdle for a lot of people it in the is. beginning, is feeling like, am I sharing this because I genuinely believe in it and I think it's going to help people? Or, or you know, that in the background of your mind of like, or am I doing this because I'm compensated? Yes. And it's not an easy hurdle to get over, especially in the beginning of a business. And it was weird because when I'm not being compensated, when I shared with a friend, they knew I had no, you know, there's no stakes in it for me. Yeah. And so I I never thought about it. I knew that they knew I was doing it purely for them. And now to know that I was being compensated, it, it really messed with my head a little bit as far as I didn't share as much. I slowed down in my sharing. Um, I'll tell you, I never went to a meeting. I, I mean, Stacey King would come from Florida to meet with her Michigan team, God bless her. And she'd invite me. I wouldn't go. I ne I never saw Stacy until my first event. Really. <laughs> and I just, again, I just thought I was busy. I didn't. I didn't know what I didn't know. In the beginning, and you're like a little arm's length still, right? A you're lot like, arm's length, yeah. like a football field's length, probably. <laughs> and but I will tell you, they again, Stacy and Deanna both invited me to what would be my first event four years ago, global convention in Salt Lake City. And I love to travel, travel with my best friend and my friend from high school, why not go do yeah. that? And I really want to learn more because I do love health. I love wellness. I love being educated on things like that. So they assured me I could come and learn more about the company, but more what I wanted was to hear from doctors and scientists and learn more about the products. So I was all about that. And this is where it gets, if you ask people that are cross line from me on Stacy's team and other friends that were there at that first event, they'll tell you this story because they've told it to me. I didn't realize what I looked like on those, the first day of Global in 2018. But apparently I sat there cross-armed and they were whispering, Jim Thornton, Stacy King and Deanna Serbento were all sitting there looking at me. And they told me this later, they're like, we thought we've lost you before you ever got started. You sat there cross-armed. Jim Thornton just said today, I saw him here today, and he said, I wish I had photos of you on day one of that convention and day two. He said, you went from going, I am not seeing this, I'm not getting this, I'm not doing this, to I can't wait to go home and rock this business. And it was just that pivotal thing at that event where the first day I was sitting there and I wasn't hearing that apparently what I needed to hear wasn't being said yet. Yeah. So I sat there in my skepticism and my, you know, bring out the doctors and bring out the science panel. And I want to hear from them to the second. In fact, I will tell you again, full confession. This is my husband sitting here next to me. <laughs> I texted him on that first day and I said, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh. I said, they better bring me out the meat and bones of this thing. Like I want to sink my teeth into something. 
not drinking the Kool-Aid. And I said that to him, and I don't think he even responded to that. By the next day, um, Dr. Brett's probably tired of me telling the story, but the next day, Dr. Brett had come out, and I knew who he was. Like, I, I dove into the product side enough to know a little bit. He'd done some product videos. Um, so I knew who Dr. Brett Brimhall was. He came out on stage at the Global Convention 2018, and I can promise you that no one else there probably remembers anything that he said. I don't remember anyone else who spoke. I couldn't tell you who spoke at that convention that year, but I, I will never forget what he said. And he just said something that in the moment I needed to hear that I was praying about, like, why would, I didn't have a why, like, why would I do this? I saw people accepting the rank advancements. I knew what they were making. Like, I, they had explained the comp plan. Yeah. I kind of knew what certain ranks were earning. And I was like, I, I know that we could do this, but why would I take on one more thing? I, just, I didn't have a why. And I feel like the Lord just knew what I needed to hear as I was praying about it. And Dr. Brett came out and he just said something at the end of his talk that just, it was so clear to me. And I texted my husband that moment and I said, I'm all in, I drank the Kool-Aid, I'm gonna change our lives. And, he's, and he texted back something like, you go, girl, something like that. Oh, just instant support. That's awesome. And, and that support has never wavered. Like the, the stuff that he has tolerated and put up with with me doing this business. Because I, when I say I'm all in, I'm all in. And um, there's been a lot of, there's sacrifice that goes with that. You know, if you're going to build a business for real, there's sacrifice that there goes are. with that. And he has always, always supported, not ever has he wavered. He hasn't missed an event unless it's summertime and he's putting up hay. He comes to events with me. Um, but he wasn't that first one where it all started. <laughs> but he hasn't missed one since. So that was my that was my moment. So I came home from that event, having never done this business before. I had no idea what I was doing. But now I had belief. Now I had a why. And I came home with 100 names on a list because they said, write down your database. And so I did. I followed the system. So I did. And we came home from that event and we went from, I might have gone into that. It may be a pro one because I was sharing with some people. And we went to pro six in about a year. Wow. It was fast. Holly, what's your why? My why, it, it can change, right? It, 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 the core of it hasn't changed. But what Dr. Brett said basically boiled down to we're doing this because we can help so many people by doing it. Like, it's not about me. And everything kept trying to find my why was, why would I want to do it? What, what, how did it affect me? Yeah. And financially, we were okay. Um, we're entrepreneurs. We're, we own our own businesses. So we, we didn't have a pain point necessarily. But when I realized it wasn't about me and by doing this, there's so many lives that we could touch and people we could help and the ways we could serve and the way we, I was like, we could give more, we can serve more, hopefully get more time together. Cause you know, as a family, you always want more time together. So my why in the beginning was definitely create something to allow us to have that leverage income to help and serve in different ways. And then as it morphed into a couple of years ago when our daughter was, we show horses. Okay, I'm a horse trainer and coach. That's what I've done for over 30 years. And I've always coached anywhere from 12 to 15 students, you know, in every, every season. So our summers are spent going to horse shows. Oftentimes it was year round traveling to warmer climates and showing throughout the winter. And it took me from home a lot. And that was okay till we had kids. And I knew I needed to be home. So I, I stepped back, kind of started over. We stayed local. So I'd already downgraded our schedule to what I was doing with the horses on what level we were doing it. 
I'll, I'll never forget still looking at my daughter. She was probably 14 or 15 at the time. So it was just a couple years ago. And I'm at a show with all these students and I'm like, wow, she gets the very least of me, like the very oh. least of me. Wow. She's very independent, bless her heart. She grew up in the business with me. She knew at horse shows, like mom had students to tend to that were paying the bills. And she bathed her horse, she groomed her horse, she clipped her horse, she prepped her horse, she tacked her horse up, she cleaned her horse's stall. She did everything. Cause I was out dealing with the other students who I love. I loved my students, I loved my job. It was an amazing gift to be able to do that for so many years. But one day I looked at her and I'm like, wow, like she got 30 seconds from me before going in the ring. And I'm spending hours with these other girls. And she's growing up so fast. I was like, I want to do this with her. I want to take my daughter to a show and have us do this. So that became a second why. That's cool. That was a lot of the why from six to seven. That was that was a big deal. I was like, we need to really get to seven because to me, that was my first big goal of the company anyways. We were comfortable kind of coasting at six and when it happens, it happens. But when I realized that I, my big dream now was to do this with her and not have her share me with a dozen other students. And now to do that, I take her and her best friend to horse shows. That's what I do now. That's cool. It's amazing. It sounds like early on you had a shift of this is about me and why would I do this yep. to how can I serve by mm -hmm. doing this? Yes. And it, I, I guess it, as a coach and all those things you do, your job previous was serving others and teaching and training and coaching. How did that shift go from the concern of why would I do this? I don't need to, I don't have time to, this is something that can help other people. What did that look like and how you how you built and how you approached your business? Yeah, you said it right. So coaching, my husband and I have both said over the years with our, we have a large barn, a large training and boarding facility. And we've always kind of told people like, it might sound funny, but like that's kind of our mission field. Yeah. We keep our barn very family oriented. Um, there's a lot of great barns, you know, in, in Michigan. Um, some have different fields than others, but we've always wanted to keep ours very family oriented, a safe place for kids to come, learn, reach their goals, and in, a, in an environment that was um, as kind as possible, right? As encouraging as yeah. possible. And so that was really important to us. And so there was some purpose behind that. A lot of purpose. Looking at this business, I couldn't really see how that could transition over until that kind of aha moment where Dr. Brett was saying what he said. And now with our team, I'm so thankful because I think because I was looking at it as a new type of mission field, so to speak, we've attracted like-minded people. And so we have this incredible team. I am blessed to have this incredible team that I think, you know, you attract like-minded people and they attract like-minded people. So people go, oh, you're going to get drama. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen. But as a pro seven, in four years, we haven't had drama on our team in, in four years. And, and we have depth. Like they, and, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm still the new kid on the block in my mind. So I know that things can happen. But I'm so thankful for this team that we all have the same vision. Who can we help? Who can we serve? How can we better people's lives? And that's a big why for our team. That's a big why. So I think we just shifted from, you know, kind of one, and this is not to diminish people are on like a literal mission field. Like I get it. We, we have friends who are missionaries. Like, so, but this is our small piece of it, like what we do. So it definitely just made that shift from doing it in the horse world and loving my job and hopefully mentoring these kids. And I'm, I'm praying had a good influence on them yeah. in, in over 30 years. 
to now doing this with a team of, of people and new leaders who have the kind of the same vision, but using this business to do that? How can we serve? How can we help? I love that because it sounds like you have a lot of intention behind how you do things and how your team does things. And that meaning and that intention is what makes it special. It's probably what gets you when you're having those down days or you don't want to work or you don't want to call someone back. I would imagine that in your scenario, that's what adds the meaning to like, I need to call those people back. I have a stewardship over the people in my team to make sure that we're doing this together and that their dreams are coming true as well. Yes, absolutely. And it's this, they talk about personal growth in this business. And I, I heard the talk like, in fact, a lot of the first day at that first global event was a lot about personal growth. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hence the text, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. That was right? when the Kool-Aid text came in, huh? When yes. all the mindset and the growth. Yes. The- I feel like, you know, in my mind, I was someone, I love the Lord. Like, I'm thankful for a life of a grateful spirit about me. Like, I mean, trust me, there's days I'm not real likable. But I mean, as a, <laughs> as a general being, I feel like that was kind of like who I was. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like, let's just get to like the meat of this thing. Like, what is going on? And I had cut out the fluff, just jump right in. That that was kind of it. I can see you sitting there brooding, your arms crossed. Oh, I was. Come on, guys. And again, I just, I wasn't nice. Here I'm like, oh, I have a grateful heart. But I wasn't grateful (laughs) that day. I was a, I was a brat. I was just not very nice about it. And this whole personal growth they talk about, and Brandon talked about it early on, you know, when I, when I finally introduced to him and it's a huge, they talked about on stage every event, right? It is mindset and personal growth. I had no idea how much growth I would do as a person in four years. Like I am a different human now than I was four years ago. Just different. I, okay, so this is gonna sound bad. <laughs> I really, really love people. And I love people more now than I did four or five years ago. And I think a lot of that had to do with in my business, like I was with people all the time. I was teaching, I was coaching, we were traveling. It was people, 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 people. And when I was done and stepped out of work, so to speak, like that job that I was doing that day, I didn't want to interact. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to see anybody. I peopled the, out by the oh, end of it. Oh, I was peopled out. And I'd go to the grocery store and I didn't pay any attention to, you know, the, the people working at the grocery store or, or the cashiers or go to the bank. I, I wasn't one to engage or notice them. It was like, don't make eye contact, just get in and get out. And over the years, this business has been something that's opened my eyes to everybody has something that they're dealing with. And I think it's made me more compassionate, a yeah. way better listener. I see people now. I didn't see people before. I, I think I was very, um, I, I would say I focused inward a lot. It, it was like, I don't know, I don't have a good word for it, but I, I, I know that the person I am now, it is so different. The way I see the world, I love going to the grocery store because I, I tell you, I will not use the automated checkout. I go to where there's a person. Like I wanna say, Thank you for working today. Thank you for being here. You know, like, how are you doing today? And have conversations, not because they're a prospect. I'm not sharing with the teller. I mean, I have, but (laughs) I don't usually do that. (laughs) But just because this company creates a culture of lifting people up. Like, you guys do that from the top down. And so I think as a distributor, we learn that. And I just go out now and I'm like, we just want to make people's days better, put a smile on their face. We don't know what they're going through. And again, having a team of people kind of think that same way. And we'll do team things. We're, we're, we'll do stuff like, you know, we'll set a weekly, 
we don't do this a lot, but we've talked about it. Hey, this week we're going to put out a challenge to you to see, you know, I think the company did this too. How many, you guys did that. How many smiles can yes. you get today, right? Stuff like that. That has nothing to do with the earning a dollar in the business. That's about how you make people feel. And life vantage starts with that. You guys start that in, from the corporate side. And that's huge. And that just trickles down into who we are as a team. It sounds like part of your growth in, in the business was also learning how to just find more meaning in daily connections. Daily, the oh. people around you, the people you're interacting with, where maybe you might not have seen them before, but that your world and your sphere of influence is bigger and you're finding more meaning in those daily connections. The world got a hundred times bigger doing this business, a hundred times bigger. I just, it, you just see things differently and, and in the best way. And I will say like, um, you know, I talk about having a grateful spirit. There, there is, I'm a super competitive person, <laughs> super competitive. And I have a natural tendency, like I said, to go to a self-centered place. Like that is the, kind of my natural pattern. And that's a battle that I, I fight all the time. So again, when you're leading a team, when you're, you have a product that you know people need, you have to think outside of yourself. You have to get uncomfortable sharing, yeah, sharing the business side, sharing the product side. And again, that's more that personal growth that happens. With the competitiveness though, like this is where I would struggle knowing I needed to keep this about other people. When corporate puts out there something like an incentive trip or other, they dangle these little incentives out there for us, right? <laughs> Even if it's just like recognition for something, I'm like, I'm all over that. I'm gonna do that. And it's really easy. I remember the first incentive trip I was eligible for was Ireland. Okay. I didn't think I had a shot. I was pretty new, but we were growing fast. And my account manager at the time, he's like, you know, you're really close, right? I was like, what? There's no way I'm close to Ireland. And he was great. He helped strategize and helped me get there. But I had moments in that run for Ireland that I was like, whoa, I'm making this about me again. Wow. This cannot be about me. So I had to get to the point where I reminded myself, I'm okay whether I earn the Ireland trip or not. And if we get it, that's great. That's icing on the cake. That's perfect. But we're going to be rewarded for just doing the business. So I had to always check myself and remind myself, this is not about you. Don't make it about a trip. Don't make it about something you're going to get. Keep the focus on what we can do for other people. And if you do that with your business, I think the business never feels wrong or sales doesn't feel yucky, right? If people are, oh, sales feels yucky. Well, not if you do it right. Not if you're doing it in a way that's aligned to your values. That's very true. That's very well said. If you're yes. doing it in a way that someone tells you to, but it doesn't feel authentic and genuine, then it does feel weird and icky. Yes. So it sounds like you found a way to do it where it felt aligned with your values. And that was through good mentorship. And, you know, I mean, the Cunninghams are incredible people with so much integrity and being connected with them and learning from their experience. And again, that kind of servant hearts like that is is something that mentorship was huge. And that was part of that personal growth for sure. Watching your leaders lead with integrity definitely inspires you to do the same. That's awesome. You've talked a lot about how they were influential in your run to seven. Congratulations. Thank you. When you decided you were gonna make the run, Holly, how did you make sure that you stayed thinking about other people as you worked on this huge goal you just accomplished? Uh, Pro seven is all about your team, in my opinion. So it actually, that actually wasn't hard. We had emerging leaders. I wanted nothing more than to see them 
succeed and reach their goals. And Brandon worked really close with me and really close with my team. He said, you're going to be, I don't remember what month he texted me. He said, you're going to be elite before global. You want to do it? I was like, um, yes, please. <laughs> of course we want that. And he said, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. He said, find some runners and let's do some meetings, some accountability. Let's look at their numbers. Let's track things for like 90 days, got 90 days to make it happen. I'm like, all right. And I had these leaders on my team that had goals, they wanted to work and having that accountability and knowing that Brandon was willing to pour into them too, yeah. really inspired them. So, but the reason I'm talking about this is because to answer your question, Brandon said from the get go, he said seven is about you helping others on your team reach their goals. Wow. It's not about Holly hitting seven. He goes, so we're gonna make sure your team knows that. This might get you to seven, but this is about them reaching their goals. And that made it so fun. And they rallied behind me. They knew that what they were doing was going to help me. Yeah. And they just were all, they were all about it. And I was all about helping them reach their goals. And so to me, Pro 7, that, that run was so fun because it absolutely was not about me. It was about helping them. And those calls were, those, those calls Brandon did with my team and I were those runners. Um, they worked hard. And it was really, really cool to watch them put in the time, stay intentional, stay focused. And then we had all these rank advancements kept happening and we were able to celebrate those. That was amazing. That's awesome. Well, it's been so fun to chat with you today. I think it was cool to hear that, you know, what you, the big pivotal moment for you was learning that building this business was about pouring into others and leading from a place of service. Yes, for sure. As we talk about, you know, we're wrapping up, talking about how we can believe in ourselves. What would you tell to anyone new or those leaders out there who are trying to figure out, is this about me? Is it about other people? Is it selfish if I do this? How would you help them have that same pivotal moment you had, Holly? I think find someone, I'd say a couple of things, you know, find someone who wants to do it with you because it's always more fun to do it together. Way you know, more fun. Way more fun to do it together. Whether that's cross line from you or down line from you, find someone to, to, give you the mentorship, the accountability, um, and find people that want to do it with you and believe that you can do it. I knew that I could hit seven. I think you have to, I don't know, see if I can say this the right way. I was comfortable at six. Like I wasn't done at pro six. And I was like, but it's comfortable at pro six. Pro six is an okay place to be. It's a great place <laughs> to be. It was okay. Um, and so I'm not one to put goals on the calendar ever. I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. As competitive as I am, you think I would put goals out there, but it's too real if I put a goal out there and then I, I don't hit it, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. This was the first goal I've ever actually written on the calendar. When Brandon said before convention and I wrote it on the calendar and I, I said it for the end of August, not the end of September. I'm like, we're gonna do it a month early. And we did. So believe that you can do it, have the right people in your corner to help you do it. Um, and then just, you, you just have to be intentional. You have, we, we lived and breathed this for 90 days. I mean, it's not gonna happen if you're in, if, Tara Wilson just said it, I think it was her that said, you're either all in or you're not in at all. You have to be all in. So if you're gonna make the run to seven, be all in. 
Oh, incredible. Holly, we are just so blessed to have you as part of our Life Vantage family. And we are so excited for your success. And you get to head off and go to your first elite reception tonight, Yay, which is yes. going to be such a fun celebration of your accomplishments. I'm super excited for that. Thank you for taking the time to be here with us today. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this episode and just feel inspired to be able to continue leading with love and serving others. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the Life Vantage community.